Welcome to the Counseling Farmer Podcast. That's Farmer with the PH, where the mind and body come together. Welcome to the Counseling Farmer Podcast. On today's episode, it's episode number five, and we're going to be talking about anxiety surrounding food and feeding our family. And I don't know about you, but this can bring me anxiety. Yes. Actually, Megan, you bring me anxiety in this I'm area. I'm so glad I can be of such help to you. I felt pretty good about feeding my kids goldfish until you came along. <laughs> and now I feel like I'm not a good mom. You know what? I want to tell you something. Number one, you're a good mom. Thank you. But number two, you should never, ever change things for your family to fit in. Okay. Or if you do not see a reason or a benefit or a person... A purpose, not person. Okay. Of doing something, then you're doing it for the wrong reason. Okay. Well, is it... And it won't be sustainable. Okay, that's fair. Well, I think, no, I think actually God's been using our friendship because the more I know, the more I want to do better. And that's really what it comes down to. And I think that, you know... If this is an area where people definitely can get anxiety. Oh, for sure. Because at what end? I mean... Oh, without a doubt. You know? So, and I think, too, sometimes, you know, when you're diagnosed with something, you're forced to make those changes. Right. But when everyone's healthy and you look good on the outside, you are like, well, you know, we're doing the whole grain and we're, you know, buying organic right. vegetables. It's, it, and, health is not valued until sickness comes. Right. Amen. And, and I would agree with that. And so at our house, we are actually a really healthy clan. It might be because Will is eating dirt. I don't know. <laughs> Getting those antibodies in. But but for real. No, like, I am totally on like board with eating we, dirt. <laughs> yes. I think she's got pica. I don't know. <laughs> but but in, all, in all seriousness, I mean, like, I don't think my kids, I don't know. We just, we don't go to the doctor. They, we're not on medicines. We're not an ear infection family. And I get ear infections, our shape of year, not something you're doing. <laughs> but I'm just saying, we are not a sick family. And so lots of times we just stick to what we know, stick to what we're doing. But the more I'm learning, the more I'm hearing things, the more I personally and becoming more aware of that changes need to happen. Right. Well, and it, I think that it comes down, going back to the basics, remembering that God gave us food as medicine. Mm-hmm. And we should eat the food that God made, not the food that man made. Yeah. Amen. And that just takes me to my upbringing. I mean, I grew up in Iowa on the farm, but I remember like being at my grandparents' house and literally like them chopping the chicken's head off and then eating that chicken for dinner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and I, look up how far we've come from that. Yeah, like my grandpa would make homemade sauerkraut, would garden, everything. And there's so many things wrapped into that because it's getting outside, getting vitamin D, getting exercise because your body's always moving, Yeah, knowing where your food came from. So it's obviously going to be healthier than something that came in a package. Yeah. You use your hands yeah. to work to build whatever it was from a seed or um, if it was a chicken, a little baby chick, yeah. all the way up to something that could be um, nourishment for your family. 
you know, and that's so, we're so far removed from that because we drive through and somebody hands us our food through a window. Yeah. And so I think that a big part of it is just recognizing that difference and Mm -hmm. knowing, knowing where your food came from is half the battle. Yeah, absolutely. And just knowing where your food came from but how is that food being sourced exactly what is happening to those animals and see this is where you can get so extreme just like you know anything else like there is two ends of the spectrum and i have to even tell myself like okay you're getting too extreme or like that's really not that big of a deal or you know you have to have a give and take and someday you know and the thing is, like, some days my kids eat cookies for breakfast, and then other days they eat grass-fed meat and organic vegetables. Like, it's all about balance. Yes. And I think that's really healthy, actually, just from somebody who has struggled with an eating disorder in the past. Extremeness, I think, does not lead it, to a healthy mindset. No. And it's not sustainable. It doesn't serve anyone well. Right. So I, I like when you say not extreme, and also... Like getting back to the whole anxiousness, I think knowing that we can do better, but sometimes we're not in the position to do better, meaning our grocery budgets are only so big. And so it's that, yes, I want to buy grass-fed everything. Yes, I want to outsource this. Um, And, you know, it can be about priority, absolutely. But it can be that some of us are just on such fixed um, incomes that there is no give. No. And so it's right. it's figuring out, you know, what that what it's going to look like. What's that balance going to look like where, okay, we're going to buy organic in some things and in some things it's just it's not, not realistic. No, and, yeah. and that is 100% okay because here's here's where I'm coming from. If you are choosing between, let's just say, a bag of pretzels or an apple, 100% of the time I want you to choose the apple, organic or not. Because anything that is coming from the ground, again, the food that God gave us rather than the food that man made is going to be better. Yeah. And so it's just, number one, let's take those first steps to eating more fruits, eating more vegetables, eating more nuts, eating more seeds, like introducing things into our diet. Because too many times when people hear, you need to eat better, you need just, just, um, Get a better diet. Eat well. Like, what does that even mean? Yeah. Well, and I think, too, like something that you've kind of helped me with, it's like we have um, these, I don't know, stigmas, or I don't know if that's the right word, but just like whole grain. So it's just kind of been ingrained in us, like whole grain is the best. best. Yes. And you like, honestly, it all comes down to money. So you should always eat things that are not advertised because... Those are the things that are best for you. I mean, nobody's advertising kale. Nobody's advertising (laughs) spinach. Nobody's advertising apples. And so if you think about it, it's what can the food... The food industry is a billion dollar, multi-billion dollar business. They're spending billions upon billions of dollars advertising candy to kids. Like it's atrocious the amount of money that is spent on that. But then if you step back and look at it, nobody's advertising for the things that once again god created yeah and so it all comes back to money yeah 
And so what is being advertised? Those, and so obviously we're automatically thinking, oh, those are the things that are healthy because those are the things that we're always seeing on the TV. Yeah. Yeah. Or on the radio. It's just all the media that we're consuming, they're telling us what to eat. Well, even the marketing and the packaging. Exactly. Or if it says natural. Natural means absolutely nothing. Yes. Don't buy something because it says natural. It will cost you more for no reason. Or something that will say gluten-free. It never even had gluten in it to begin with. It's not there's no source of gluten. Yes. But yet it's put on a package so that they can charge more and it's trendy to be gluten-free. Right, right. So it is like yeah, I would agree with all of that. And I think like just even when thinking about feeding our little people, they don't get to decide how they want to eat. We get to decide exactly. that. So it's starting those habits early and that lifestyle mind shift early. Um, but it's also giving them choices and whatnot. And something that like when I go to the grocery store or whatnot, I think it's good for kids to hear now. So lots of times, you know, it's like, but I want this. No, we're not getting that. You know, it's not helpful for your body. Or I'll say that's a sometimes food. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's a great way to shift a healthy mindset in kids is that's a sometimes food. Or yes, we can have one of those. We're not having five of those. And so when you when kids, they need to hear no. They need to hear no to toys. They need to hear no to candy. Because kids need to hear no. That's good for them. Um, Because we are in this society where kids like automatically think that they should just... We're in a everybody gets a trophy for for participation society. Yeah. So I think hearing the no's is absolutely necessary. And I think that um, that's good for them. But I think with food, yes, the no can be on the time. Like, no, we're not going to eat that right now. Or no, we're not going to eat that today. But I think just totally restricting certain foods. That's not healthy either. That's the extreme again. Right. And something that I like to teach my kids is like, we're eating this for this reason. Like, you know, if we have eggs in the morning, oh, telling them, oh, this is really good for your brain. Oh, this is really good for your muscles. Like you're going to be so strong if you eat this. Or this is energy food. Yes, exactly. So trying to help them associate food and energy or food and nutrients for yeah. their body. They're not going to understand nutrients, the word, but understanding that. Mine do. Oh, Mine do, you're genius Megan. children. Yeah. I know, yeah. I know. That's I forget. Okay I forget. Don't. It's fine. It's fine. It's but just teaching you. them that what fuels their body. Yeah. I want to give you guys a few basics of how to start introducing, quote unquote, eating healthy, eating well into your um, repertoire. So the first thing is going to be read labels. Okay. So let's start with the fact that the more ingredients there are on a package, the worse it is for you. Okay. Because for the most part, those things that are added are something to preserve the food or stabilize the food. So I will never forget. I don't know where I saw this, but I saw this somewhere I think it was on the news because this was before social media, but somebody had dropped a chicken nugget like down, you know, in the crevice of your car where it's like lost forever, the death of yeah, things yeah. that fall down. Uh-huh. And um, it somebody had sold their car and the car dealership was cleaning out the car and they found a chicken nugget and it looked exactly the same as it did the day that the person bought the chicken nugget, but it was like 
at least a year later. Okay. I'm never eating chicken nuggets again. (laughs) So all of those preservatives and things that they add, those are just chemicals. We're just adding unnecessary chemicals to our body. And that is kind of what we were talking about before, like the process of people used to farm their own food to now it's convenient fast food. And it's obviously technology is, we're, we're for technology, but with that comes the genetically modified foods. Yeah. And so, and with the rise of GMO foods has been the rise of Alzheimer's, of depression, mm-hmm. of cancer, mm-hmm. of autoimmune diseases. And science and doctors and medical professionals are just now starting to realize this and also to recognize this because we're not taught these things in med school, in pharmacy school. These things are not taught because, again, it goes back to money. There's no money to be made by farming your own foods. Right. Like, there is no money in that. Well, and when you think about your profession, what fuels you is medicine. Sick people. So let me give you a pill. Yes. And even my profession, what fuels it is people coming with depression and people coming with anxiety. (laughs) And so it really goes back to what you're putting in is what you're getting out. Exactly. And when you think about how these little ones aren't sleeping well, you think about just even the sugars and the foods and... Just all of it, really. All of it, yes. And and I think that this is where it can be, okay, you overwhelming. know. Overwhelming. Overwhelming. And then also fear can kick yes. in. And I say fear a lot in the podcast in general because I think that that can be a root of a lot of things. We just, we worry mm-hmm. because we want to do the best for our kids. We want to protect them. We want them to be healthy and whatnot. And so... But the more we know, then we know we can do better and we know change has to happen. And I exactly. think that's where the anxiousness can, exactly. you know, because ignorance is it bliss. Exactly. Doesn't exist 100%. right now. See, now people aren't going to listen, though. They're no. like, I was fine with goldfish. I was I fine know. with cheese. And now you're telling me what? I can't eat any yeah. of those things. So no one's following us anymore because we're just giving people anxiety. We're amazing. We're amazing, pretty much. Yeah. You're yeah. welcome. Yes. 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 No, but so give us some hope. Like, I know one of the things that you have said, Megan, um, is the, I think it was like the dirty, the dirty dirty dozen. dozen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So again, the environmental working group, they are our friends. So they're advocating for us. They're, they're the ones who are against, um, putting all the added chemicals into our cosmetics and they, they keep a running list of the healthiest produce that is not as highly sprayed with pesticides. So they call it the dirty dozen and the clean 15. So um, the environmental working group has an app. They have a website. It's the EWG and you can go on there and each season they update it. And we'll, we'll put it on our uh, Insta. And uh, each season they update it and they let you know, these are the um, dirty dozen. So anything on this list, you should buy organic because they're highly, highly sprayed with pesticides. And when I say that people are like, Okay, so what? Who cares? So with pesticides that, like we talked about on one of the very first episodes, that increases the instances of leaky gut. It also increases the instances of cancer, of ADHD. Uh, of, uh, there's a whole slew of things. There Actually, there was just a um, 
clinical trial that came out or a study that came out uh, out of France that eating an organic diet decreases your risk of getting cancer by 25 percent that's significant yeah that's with no yeah i mean and and we can't obviously we can't all eat organic all the time but it's being mindful of those Mm -hmm. things of when we can choose organic because the other thing is look in your area this is something you can just google the the fruits that are in season and the fruits that are in season buy them when they're in season that means they're cheaper and if you're buying fresh fruits um, when they're in season, they're cheaper. You're buying the organic. You can buy in bulk and freeze it. Cut it and freeze it so that you have those fruits for wintertime when they're not in season, but you still want them. And yeah. that way you're not spending double, triple the price on yeah. a carton of blueberries when you could have bought them when they were half the price. You yeah. know? And even if you're not freezing it yourself... Just at your local grocery store buying organic, already pre-frozen stuff. Right. That's, That's another cheaper route too. to go. That's something that I do a lot is I'll buy um, like frozen mangoes uh-huh. and I'll put them in the refrigerator instead of the freezer. And then that way they thaw out and then you can add them to like a sauce or yeah. add them. Just give your a kids smoothie. mangoes yeah. or a smoothie. I love doing frozen fruit in smoothies because yes. then you don't have to add ice and right. it doesn't get watery but yeah. it's still chilled yeah but I mean there's all different kinds of um ways to save money like that you know yeah. and so you don't always have to buy fresh there's nothing wrong with buying frozen right. I buy frozen fruits all the time um and so it's just really finding out what's in season and looking at that dirty dozen versus that clean 15 so if it's on the clean 15 you can buy conventional which is just non-organic and that is because either it has a hard shell um, so like a banana, you don't need to buy organic uh-huh. bananas or the, the process of growing them, the pesticides are not as bad or they don't use as many, or they don't penetrate the actual meat of the fruit. So as, as much, so it's okay. Yeah. And something that you said a, a little while back was mindful. And I think just eating in general, we can be mindful because people are stressed out. People are living the fast-paced life. So we are doing more drive-through. And we are just eating mindlessly because we're stressed. And what do I want? I want comfort food or I want to just eat because it's accessible. I mean, we have a lot of really good foods that aren't going to break the bank. Mm -hmm. And so we Mm -hmm. are just eating just Just because we can. (laughs) Exactly. I was listening to one of my favorite... um, podcasters Java with Julie and it was interesting because she was saying Christians are actually heavier than not and I was like what and they were joking they're like so Jesus is making me fat (laughs) but behind it they were saying is because of the fellowship Mm, and it mm -hmm. is true it is true like I mean even if you're not a Christian I mean like happy hours social gatherings birthday parties. I mean, in America, we are all, all about, about the food. food. And I'm not saying don't be about the food. No. Um, but, but just because we can doesn't, doesn't mean, mean you should. Right. Or just because we have the money to do it doesn't mean that we should. should. Exactly. And so I think I think it is something that to be discerning of of just those eat when you're hungry too. and don't when you're not. Right. Not and, when you're bored. Right. And and, and not, not in front of the TV. 
if you're mindful of it, you can set yourself up for success rather than failure. Because if you're just mindlessly eating and you're not thinking about it, then you're not going to even realize it. Right. But if you notice, oh my gosh, every night after dinner, three hours past dinner, I'm about to go to bed, I wander to the kitchen and find some chocolate or whatever it is, then you recognize that habit that you want to break, you need to replace it with something else. Yeah. So instead of walking to the kitchen, instead go fold laundry. I don't know. And yeah. something. That's no, what I'm going to do, Megan. Do something fun. Go take a bubble bath. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, I'd rather do something fun and fold the laundry. <laughs> Couldn't think of anything. I know. I know. Go but, do push-ups. <laughs> right. <laughs> Y'all see what I'm working with here? I mean, really. Man, a farmer. Okay, but I, I I do like everything that you're saying. And I think this really does tie into even the mind. Like just, it is mm-hmm. a mindset. It it's is. It's a mindset it shift. It's one we can get anxious on. But it's also something that there's so much hope in. Because the things that you were talking about today were realistic things. And it's stuff just implementing. Right. Like just slowly. Like, right. You know, it doesn't have to be like, okay, I'm going to the pantry. Everything out. We're throwing everything out. And you can do that, too. That's the thing. You have to know your personality. Because, like, for me, I'm very extreme. Like, that's just my personality. So, I'm an all or nothing kind of person. So, if I see something in the pantry that I want, I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it until I get it. And so, for me, it's better to throw it away. I should be. That sounds like a problem. It is. It really is a problem. (laughs) No, but, yeah, you're right. I mean, like, if you're somebody who's triggered easy by food or you just are like, you know, you know it's going to be a rough week, you might be mindful of what you're keeping in your house. Yeah, and so, I mean, I think that's that's true. Like, you need to know your personality. If you're able Mm -hmm. to have a little bit here and there, then that's yeah. great. But if you're mm. like all or nothing kind of person like myself, for me, it's just better for it not to be there. Well, because then I'm like, don't eat that, don't eat that. And then all you say in your mind is don't eat that, don't eat that, don't eat that. And yeah. then that's all you're thinking about. Yeah, and I just say don't eat that, and then I eat that. <laughs> Hence the reason why our we look different on our photo. No, that's fine. Hey, I do the grocery shopping so I control what comes and into the house. So do I. <laughs> so do I. We just run things a little differently, okay, Farmer Megan? All right. Uh, we agree to disagree. Yes, yes. Okay, so what else do you so, got for so us? So back to the labels. So the more ingredients there are, the worse it is for you. And if there's things on the ingredient list that you can't pronounce, okay. don't eat it. Okay. The other thing is the first ingredient that's on the list, that's the thing that is of the most, like, so that's the number one thing that's in that product. So if you, like, bought chicken nuggets and the number one ingredient in that is something that you don't recognize, it's not chicken, skip it. Oh, okay. Because that's just more fillers, more chemicals, more things that you don't want in your body. Yeah. So make sure that, like, if you're buying meat or I it can be whatever it is but like so for example let's go back to pretzels or or um goldfish like it's going to be enriched bleached flour like mm-hmm. as the very first ingredient yes, like I do know that so stay away something that's bleached do you think that you should be eating it <laughs> yeah yeah so I mean even if you don't know a lot about nutrition you know that something that's bleached you probably shouldn't eat 
Okay. But <laughs> Megan, like, just be kind to us. Oh, okay? I'm being kind. Okay. Because I was talking about coffee creamer earlier and I got <laughs> I got a look because she thought I was using coffee mate. And if you use coffee mate, I love you. <laughs> Megan, well I hate you. Right, exactly. I mean, give the people what they want, sister. Brownie and ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, and then the other thing is just eat more fruits and vegetables. Again, this is not about a deprivation thing. It's not saying you can only eat this or you can't eat this, but it's introducing things that you know are healthier for you. So, you know, we always joke about being vegan, but really what we should be is we should be eating a plant-based diet. So that doesn't necessarily mean we only eat plants and we never eat meat, but we fill up our plate with more plants, more vegetables, more fruits than we do the meat. Our meat yeah. shouldn't take up three quarters of our plate and then... Palm of our hand deck of cards. Yes. Look at me, there people. And she thinks she's the healthy one. <laughs> it's fine, Megan. And only one serving. <laughs> okay, well, you know. And then the other thing is to eat good fats. And I think that so many people are afraid of eating fat. I know I was, I used to be that way, like, oh, everything was fat-free and you can't eat that because it has too much fat. Fat is so good for our brains, especially our kids. As they're growing, their brains are developing, they need good fats. And so some of the key things, key ways to get in good fats is to cook with good fats. So um, really the main oils that you should be using are extra virgin olive oil, Avocado oil or coconut oil. Yay! I have all three. Yay. My my favorite is avocado oil okay. only because it has a high um what's it called? High melting point. Okay. So like if you're cooking something and you like always notice that your house is real smoky after you cook, your your melting point of your oil is probably not high enough. So avocado oil has a really high melting point. And the reason why you don't use like canola oil or soybean oil those are highly refined processed oils they come from genetically modified like seeds and the way that they're processed the the reason that it's in everything that we buy every oil that's used for anything packaged it's because it's cheap it's so so cheap you talk to farmers and they're like i can't afford to not use it what like i have i've been given no choice because it's so cheap yeah and so, like, when you said the canola, canola oil and that, my mind goes to box cakes and brownies. And it's always calling for it. So just a simple... Yeah, just a simple switch. Yeah, just with don't use applesauce. It. Yes, yes, that's a great... Yeah. I use that all the time. Yeah. And I use about a cup, so it makes it really moist. Yeah, and yeah. if you have the applesauce pouches at your house... Oh, just squeeze it in. Yeah, and your mom of the year. 100%. <laughs> so, And the reason that you don't want to use those oils, like the canola oil, the soybean oil, because those are known inflammatory triggers. So the more inflammation that you have in your body, the higher instances you have of getting arthritis, those autoimmune diseases, all the things that we've talked about before, depression, anxiety, Mm -hmm. um, Alzheimer's. So, and especially the autoimmune diseases, those are your body is on inflammation overdrive. So inflammation is not a bad thing. And, you know, so many people probably are now hearing inflammation, this inflammation, that 
God created our bodies to have inflammation as a response to an injury that occurred. So it's fighting that injury or fighting that that um, virus or whatever it is. But in now with the foods that we are eating, our inflammation is turned on all the time. We're always on that fight or flight mode. And so that's when these autoimmune diseases are creeping up. This is when the anxiety is creeping up because our body is always on overdrive. And so if you're constantly hitting your body with those inflammatory foods, you're never giving it a chance to heal. That makes sense. Thanks for saying that in Jamie's terms. You're welcome. You're so welcome. Um, And so the other thing that we talked about too is just knowing where your food comes from, you know, because the drive-through line not the greatest but i'm not saying don't ever do it i mean i just did it we ate chick-fil-a yeah i mean jesus and chicken i mean yeah (laughs) what what are you gonna say (laughs) eat more chicken thank you no but i mean it's it's just making that the exception not the norm yeah i agree because and and it is like there are healthier options on the menu so like you can get the grilled versus the fried you can get the fruit versus the fries you can get the water instead of the soda Mm -hmm. and so you can get extreme with it you can do grilled fruit water or you could do grilled fries water but that looks very different when you look at fried fries and then soda on top of it right right. so again it's not deprivation it's not that you can't have it it's just being mindful and it's allowing yourself to have something yummy but then also get some healthy to go with it right and i think it's just again going back to the fact that food is fuel and and um using it as nourishment rather than um entertainment yeah or something to fill a void yeah i was just gonna say that because i think like just in my field you see a lot of people who eat their emotions Mm mm-hmm and they eat when they're happy. They eat when they're sad. Mm-hmm. They, it's or, their comfort. It's their comfort. Mm-hmm. And there is a time and place for food. Don't get me wrong. But it's when it becomes the regular. It's when it becomes the coping. It's when it becomes the go-to, the escape. Mm-hmm. And so to me, it says, what what have you not dealt with in your life? life. What are you running from? What is holding you captive? 100%. And so... That is one of those things where you want to be prayerful about God. What what's blocking me here? Right. What's going on here? Right. Um, because, I mean, food is a blessing, but it's also a, a curse. One hundred percent. And and by no means am I saying you shouldn't enjoy your food. That is no. the exact opposite. Because you should savor every bite. Your you food should. should taste wonderful. But I think I think when you say savor ever savor every bite. We have such an indulgent, like, if it feels good, do it. If it tastes good, eat it type of society. Like, you've earned it. Mm-hmm. You've deserved mm-hmm. it, you know. But also just slowing down when you're eating. Like, tasting yes. what you're eating. Yeah, and, and when you cook at home and you use all those different spices, and then when you taste it, you appreciate it so much more. And you're like, wow, I can really taste yeah. the paprika in this yes because, <laughs> because that's that. what i say <laughs> you don't even cook with paprika you don't know <laughs> i do <laughs> but no it's just because it's again it's something that you created with your own hand yeah. so you're going to be more proud of it you're well, going to enjoy it and i think it's sweet too for a family when they see like 
meals are being prepared at home and just family meals, that habit, that ritual, that routine in a home, that actually boosts kids in a way that is far beyond what we can what what we can imagine. I mean, it makes them feel bonded, it makes them feel secure, it makes them feel confident and it's a great time to open up sharing a meal, but also just talking about your day. Like I love doing quick, yes. I'm not hijacking this, but just sunshine rain cloud. What was everyone's sunshine? What was the up of your day? What was the what was the the rain cloud? Or well, what I mean, was the goes, rainbow? It goes back to what we were talking about before, just opening up to your kids, allowing that two way conversation, yes. allowing yes. them to be heard. Yeah. So they know that that time they're getting nourished but they're also being listened to right well and i you know think they're getting nourished in two ways their souls are getting nourished and their bodies are getting nourished and i think that is a really cool thing to think about as parents and i think um when we think of how god wants us to shepherd our kids i think it is we're nourishing their souls and we're nourishing their bodies and when they are fed well um their emotions are way more stable too and so you're going to have kids that are going to be more healthy-minded in their thinking. Right. I 100% agree with that. And, you know, it goes back to what we've we've been talking about. It's all about balance because, you know, I myself can be like, man, I really shouldn't have. Or I really Ate feel those like, three M&Ms? No. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> that's what she says, people. No. I'm like, I really shouldn't have <laughs> ate those two bags of M&Ms. No, but it's like, you know when we feel guilty about feeding our kids something or, sure. you know, they've all they've had the past three days is sugar or they went over to the grandparents' house and they ate all the sugar, all the chips, all the candy. Right, you got to let it go. You have to. Yes. You know, because there are things that you can control and there's things that you can't. And unless yeah. your kid has a highly um, sensitive disease or, you know, chronic illness that sure. they have to stay away from those things, it's not going to kill them. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, we can only control them for so long. We Mm -hmm. can feed them all the organic, grass-fed, everything that we want while they're under our roof, and then they may go off and eat McDonald's every day, you know? And so (laughs) Hopefully not. Yes, exactly. Hopefully you're setting them up for success, and you're teaching them to use food as fuel. Yes, and that they're going to want to have a palate that's craving certain things too. Right, right. No, and I think it just goes back to enjoying your food Mm -hmm. and giving thanks. Yes, giving thanks is a huge thing because you, if you're always just driving through somewhere and they're just handing you your food, you're not appreciating the process where it came from that God gave us this food, you know? And so I think that he so clearly laid out for us the foods that we should be eating and then you know with time and with technology it's just evolved and that's a bad thing because there's great things that great foods that have come out of that but it's just knowing when to go back to that I agree and even just like you're saying the drive-through that's taking us away from the family table that's taking us away from just intentional and don't feel guilty when you have to do it because there are times you know absolutely we went out to a hockey game the other night and we were crunched for time and i was like let's just run through chick-fil-a and they were so happy (laughs) yes well and then it feels like a treat Treat. though yes because when you're always doing it it's just like uh i don't know where you want to eat where do you want to eat 
because you're just like nothing even sounds mm-hmm. good so it's exciting when we can make it special or it can be something exciting and it, and i think it allows for opportunity to fellowship with people to invite them into your absolutely. homes too you know we're we're doing that now and it's just it's so fun to you know introduce people to different yeah. foods yes. also to introduce our kids to other people so i mean it's just yes. that symbiotic relationship i agree and it's not even having to be over the top so no. i mean it's about having people in sharing a meal blessing them praying together kids playing together fighting together whatever that looks like but it's but really people appreciate it no yeah. matter what you serve it Absolutely. could be beans and rice it could, could be, be pizza and, right it can be a gourmet meal yes. it doesn't have to be yeah though. that's the thing i agree so. so i think it's just you know doing the best that you can learning as much as you can reading labels and introducing new fruits vegetables cooking with the right foods um and then just Forget about the rest. Don't sweat it. And I think the key to all of this, more than anything that we didn't say, is listening to the counseling farmer. Yes. Those girls, they just know know their stuff. They just know their stuff. And they're gorgeous. And, I mean, it's just... Are they they supermodels? I think so. I mean, I don't know about Megan, but I think Jamie is. She's she's tall enough. She's tall enough she's and really she's skinny got the too. build for it. Yes. So I think I think she could. I think she's got it. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. And I mean Megan, yeah, supermodel too. I mean she's got these curls and just these ripped arms and you know But I've noticed like half her hair is falling out, so Yeah, it's like she, she had three kids like in under four years. Maybe that's why. I don't know. Just a thought. <gasps> Oh, guys. So, anyways, well, I think that is a wrap. We want to thank you for joining us today. I learned a lot um, from the farmer. I didn't really learn anything from the counselor. She, I think she just talks to hear herself talk. So yeah. It's kind of that hot air thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know anything. <laughs> Do I even have, like, a degree? I think I'm faking it. Oh, you are. I've never seen proof. Yeah. You don't have anything hanging on the wall. Nope. Must be all for show. All for show, girlfriend. No, but guys, really, we really appreciate you guys coming um, to the dial every week (laughs) and listening to us. And and we really want to encourage you to um, just know that you don't have to feel anxiety around food and feeding your family and being enough because you don't you don't have all the organics and everything isn't coming from whole foods and all the things, you know, we, we feel the same exact way that you feel. So we we are all in this together and we really appreciate you coming and be sure to check us out on Instagram at the counseling farmer. And we will see you guys next week. Thanks for joining. The information we are providing is not to replace that of a medical doctor. If you need help, seek out a licensed professional in your area or visit the nearest emergency room. If you are experiencing a life-threatening emergency, dial 911.